Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise and I'm here because I love sharing different practices and techniques that we can all use to reduce our stress. And today I've got Dr. Omalera with me. Hi there. Hey, how are you? Great. <laughs> and she's done some amazing work with people in burnout and stress. So can you sh- share with us a little bit of what you're doing? Yeah. So thank you again, first of all, Denise. I'm really excited to be um, here. I think, you know, one of the things I like to say about myself is I love um, a quote that Brene Brown talked about, which was, that she's a recovering perfectionist and an aspiring good enoughist. And I think that's where, I think that is always a great place for me to start. So I am a, a pediatrician by training and actually have really moved my uh, work into becoming a pivot strategist and empowerment coach for Black women in medicine. And I think that in terms of burnout and stress, that has been basically the bane of my existence in terms of my company. And, and because it really is around women who are identifying that they've lost themselves in the work that they're doing. They've lost kind of what their purpose is um, and they've, they've lost that and now are just doing kind of what they're told to do and moving in the directions of not that aren't guided by what they want and what they believe, but are a lot of times guided by what society wants from them, what works wants from them, what their home wants for them. And it's really about helping them. Re- My strategy is really about helping them rediscover their purpose and pivot into their purpose and get the power to not only identify what their purpose is, but actually take steps to reclaiming it and, and moving into that and taking action. Yeah, that's so powerful because once you're clear on where you want to be, then you can start creating that road to get there. And a lot of times when we live in stress, we're all over the map and we're jumping from one thing to another. And it's really difficult to move forward. It definitely is. It definitely is. I agree. So what inspired you to help women in burnout and stress? Have you experienced it? experience burnout syndrome? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yes. Okay. So basically, I like to say that I um, definitely have been a really good overachiever all my life. Been a good overachiever. I actually um, finished high school at like 15, finished med school at 22, went straight into residency, pretty much was just on a fast track I see now to burnout, but didn't realize didn't realize that in the in um, the beginning. I was um, actually finished when I finished my career. I went into academia and did what we call academic medicine, which is more so clinical. But you're also doing education and you're also doing research. 
And I was trying to juggle all three of those things and do other things such as take care of my family and all, and all be a supportive wife as well. But I think that in December 2018, I remember it deeply because it was really hard for me to have to let go of my clinical practice for some time. And the reason that happened was because I didn't see the signs, right? I didn't. And I think that's where many of us stick, many of us um, are in that place of when it hits you, when I'm a pediatrician, I get paid to play with children. That's what I like to say. When I was no longer, found myself no longer being able to even hide the fact that I wasn't feeling joy in that room, that was problematic. And there were many reasons that contributed to that. But long story short, I found myself exhausted emotionally, unable to provide that emotional support for my patients, the families that I saw, and also becoming a little bit um, cynical about the work that I was doing. And we all know those kind of components. And so I stepped away from my clinical medicine for my patient safety as well as mine, but then started due to my habit of overachieving, started adding more things onto my plate. And I ended up hospitalized in May of 2019 and I was diagnosed um, with multiple sclerosis. I actually ended up in the hospital because I, over the course of a week, Um, became unable to walk. I had all my work taken from me and distributed to five different people. (laughs) And and then um, I spent about three and a half months relearning how to walk. And I like to say relearning how to live, Um, particularly because my doctor said, if you continue the way that you're going, I don't think you'll be able to walk again. That was a wake-up call. And I think I, I, my goal right now is making sure that we don't have those type of wake-up calls, that we can stop women <laughs> before it, it gets to that point. And that's the thing, too. I know when I work with my clients is that we create that awareness, but sometimes we just don't listen to it either. You know, are there factors that you really look at when you're creating that uh, stress awareness? Yeah, I think that a few things that are really important is um, starting to get to know yourself. So I feel like a lot of us, <laughs> I know I didn't spend any time learning about myself and particularly, you know, in the sense of like formal learning, like assessments and things to start to know what my personality is. What are the blind spots that I have? Like, what are the things that I'll always do? Um, what are the, you know, what are my tendencies? What motivates me to do work? Um, what are the, uh, there's something called a bank code, which I love as well, which is more so around kind of what are my triggers? What are the things that get me in a good space? What are the things that get me in a bad space? Um, and my strengths, right? Because a lot of times burnout really sits in a space where we have this opportunity to do work that's in our zone of genius. And Gay, Gay Hendricks talks about, right, 80% of the time is the goal. Where I'm, I'm still on, on that journey. The fact is a lot of t- times we're spending so much time because we haven't created boundaries, doing so many things that are in our zone of incompetence, zone of competence, and not identifying a support system to help us that we often feel drained because those things just aren't our thing. 
And I think um, a lot of the issue has been around not being courageous in terms of conversations that we need to have with people, either asking for help or saying no, because we've socialized as women to be happy and helpful and, and make sure that we don't make anybody angry. And in doing so, we tend to um, really uh, put ourselves in the back, back seat and then like instead of it being kind of a space where we can thrive and help people from our overflow, we're helping people from that empty cup. And so I think that that's a big reason why that socialization and also that idea of not kind of being socialized, not to have those courageous conversations, really keeping us um, in a burnout phase and stressed. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, I find with talking about stress and burnout, it's almost got that mental health stigma. And we're almost embarrassed to admit that we cannot do this to-do list of 50,000 things in one day. Yeah. How do we get over that? Um, yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> so I think a few things that are really important. It's so funny because like literally today as we're recording, I just released a, a boot camp course, right? And um, and it's called Own Your Power. And I think one and I was just I was actually just on a live talking about this, but there are a bunch of things that we need to let go of, right? And and we and some of them include the perfectionism, what others think, right? The negative self-talk, the comparisonitis, all of those kind of things. And there's a whole bunch more. Um, but I think that many of us don't find communities where we see people doing that or see people on that journey. And I really think it's so important to have accountability partners for this and having communities that normalize this because most of our communities do not. Even our family, who we love and they love us, they normalize you breaking your back <laughs> to do everything, everything for them. And I think that that becomes difficult. So I think the first piece is really starting to, you know, get support around what are the things that I'm I'm clinging on to that I'm carrying. What is the perfectionism ways, the always being in control, the um the exhaustion as a sign of excellence, right? Those kinds of things. And then what? Who are, where are the communities of people who are put bucking at the status quo, who are saying, you know, I don't really need to be like this. And, and how do I um, learn and grow with them on their journey and have peers and guides who are supporting me through that? Yeah, it's really hard to find the right support. Now, what kind of um, programs do you have that you work, you know, where you work with women? Yeah, so I, as I mentioned before, am really big on purpose. I think purpose is a important way to actually defeat burnout, particularly because when you identify your why, um, it allows for you to make decisions much easier in terms of what you will not and what you will do. So I have um, workshops that I do called, one is called Pivot Into Your Purpose, which helps women who are feeling stuck and burnt out start to reclaim what their purpose is and start to see, okay, this is the way I need to go. I have um, a program that is more just for Black women physicians, but is more called Empowered, which is really providing that community to be able to support them. And that's more high touch. Um, own your power boot camp. So those are for women who got the purpose, right? And then are shaking in their boots because they're like, that seems so big or that seems so different. Or what are other people going to think? And empowering them, right? To, to say, 
who cares what other people think and get and helping them get through that. And then one of our, our courses that we're working on is um, that I have for our members, but we're working on moving it out to the larger public is called Changemakers Academy. And that really sits on four pillars, which is really around that self-discovery about who I am, um, the skills like habits and time and self-preservation, the strategy, how do I vision, like you said, right? How do I look at where I want to be so that now what I'm spending my time on, I know is cultivating the things that are going to get me there. And the last thing being support. How do I build accountability? How do I ha- claim my courage and have those 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 partnerships that I need in order to do the things I do? And how do I have a crew that can really hold me and carry me through the process? Yeah, and as, and as a coach as well, you know, we just see people that, first of all, they ignore the signs <laughs> and they do. They want to do everything for everyone all the time perfectly. Yeah. And we don't want any help. But you know what? What happens in the end? We end up getting sick. I mean, doing this podcast, I've interviewed so many different people that have experienced burnout and the things that they get, it's not even diseases or whatever. Like even yourself, like contracting MS overnight, pretty much and not being able to walk. It's so important to listen to our bodies. It really is. And I do want to say, because, you know, I, I particularly as a black woman do recognize that the term burnout often is really layered and or is not layered, I should say, and because it doesn't fully discuss the scope, right? So there is a piece that is about me not self-advocating and recognizing signs, but there's a huge piece around a system that like is designed to not like to say that this is the time that you have to work or you don't get benefits if you're a, you know, if you're of this age or of this socioeconomic class, you have to, as a mother, figure out on your own, like how to do this. And we're not going to support you around that. Just show up for work. And so there are systemic issues that I think need to be fought against in parallel, especially in the workplace that are really important and contribute to this. And so that women are identifying that, yes, I can make myself as strong as I need to for this, but also we need to en masse together start to kind of like push back and and really demand that the, the, the structures that have really been in places and been really gendered, right, towards, <laughs> towards white males and just like making sure that they're okay, um, I think is extremely important in this process of, of talking about burnout and almost the systemic uh, structures that that contribute to it. Okay, we're going to start to wrap this up. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience on how to reduce their stress or avoid burnout? So I think that there are, you know, three big things that I just want to, I mean, four big things. And I think, you know, just to make sure that people have it with them is that, you know, start the self-discovery process, start. And sometimes it's hard for us to see and figure out what we, so start asking people, what is it that like, I do really well that you think, what is it, you know, that you, you really get the most out of me and start the self-discovery process of really seeing where you thrive and where you are just surviving. Right. (laughs) And start to do that. I think also, um, I'm a big proponent of making sure that we are 
treating our personal development as as much as we treat our with as much um you know focus as we do our professional development and so starting to look into specific books um you know the big leap of course was is the one we were referring to and that one is a great place to start gifts of imperfection is a wonderful one that Brene has done that I really love and actually use inside of my um programs but then in addition, making sure that we do the visioning process as well. So knowing your why is one thing, knowing where you're going is another. And so that visioning process is so core and key. And I think it's absolutely non-negotiable um, for you to do, to, for you to get to where you need to be. That's very powerful. <laughs> Thank you. you know, very, very powerful. Yes. If you can vision it, you can feel it and the universe brings it in as well. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Now, if someone wanted to work with you, how would they get in touch with you or what steps can they take? And what well, type of professionals do you work with as well? Yeah. So, I mean, we have two different avenues. If you um, are a Black woman physician in particular, that's my high touch personalized Pro, um, program. And so I'll tell you where you can find out more about both of these. But uh, if you're a, if you're just someone who feels like you need to be empowered and need to like really kind of get out of that rat race, um, we have our Own Your Power Bootcamp, which is on demand and accessible and you can purchase on your own. So both of those things are actually accessible at my website, melaninandmedicine.co forward slash resources. Or you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and Instagram is Melanin Medicine Co. But um, I would say the best place to get everything is melaninandmedicine.co forward slash resources. Okay. And I'll be putting all that information in the notes and the posts right. and wherever we, we put this, YouTube. So <laughs> I do thank you so much for your time. You're very inspirational. And I was, I'm so happy to have had the opportunity to get to know you. Thank you so much, Denise. And likewise, it's been a pleasure. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace and I'll see you in the next episode.